What's up? <clears throat> What's going on, everybody? You're tuned into the Del C Show. Yeah, it's it's a Saturday. I'm um, as I explained before, I'm not going to be doing too many Saturday Saturday shows. Every now and then, I'm going to do a Saturday show. It's from now on. It's going to be Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Those are going to be the days that I actually do shows. So shout out to all the listeners. A lot of crazy shit's going on. You might hear a show that was actually supposed to be Friday, Thursday. So I'm trying to get all that shit together. Maybe I'll be able to put it together by Monday or who knows. Um, But again, RIP to Black Rob. And um, not going to be playing too much music because I don't know how to download and process shit is right now. Um, <clears throat> there is a, as I was telling you, there is a DMX song that I want to play, brand new DMX song, um, from, from a TV series based on Bumpy, um, a gangster from New York, um, that stars Forrest Whitaker on it. And um, but like I said, this is from French Montana in DMX. Um, so I I will be playing that. As I said, as soon as I get a hold of that, you know, um, his uh, his memorial is actually coming the twenty fourth uh, of this month which is, you know, very soon. This month is going by so damn quick. We've already lost two respected artists. One is a legend. One is, you know, just as talented, you know, and play, you know, he, he, I I don't know if everybody would look at him as a legend, but he is a very important part of hip hop. Black Rob that was on 24 Hours to Live with Mace and DMX, you know what I mean? Which I played on here. He has his song, Woe, and a, a lot of other songs. But, you know, I got to go back to all that shit. You know what I'm saying? I have a... Here's the thing with me. When all these artists came out with shit back in the days, I would buy all their fucking CDs and try to listen to it one by one. But I had over... Probably over a fucking 100 damn CDs. I'm not even playing. Probably like 900, maybe even more than that. So I couldn't listen to everything individually. It had took days for me to listen to it, but I would go through it and Black Rob had some had some great music. You know what I'm saying? From his first album to even the second album that he came out with. Um and then get that money to, um with G Depp and that other guy. I don't I'm so pissed off and frustrated with with him right now. You know, that bad boy guy that's talking about bad boy in the family but you don't give the family shit I think the lock said something like that when they joined Rough Riders you know his publishing royalties um, and masters these are things that an artist should be if you're writing your own shit these are the things that entitled to you but your shady ass producer or whatever is not going to tell you that because they want to cash they want to find a way 
to have you sign a contract where you're basically signing your life away and they claim that you're family. I love you. Well, you know what? That kind of love, motherfuckers, you can keep. And it ain't just Diddy. A lot of you dirty ass motherfuckers. That's why I'm so glad that we found a way to make money on our own. And it is, and it is tough. And it is tough to make money on your own. Um, you got to find a fan base, people that actually like your music and they support it. So when it's time for you to perform, when this pandemic is over, as always, you know, they'll come to your shows. But that is the hard part. And this unity shit, everybody rest in peace, rest in peace. But were you in these people's life when they was living and breathing? Ain't just like I said, it just ain't attack on Diddy. You know, every time somebody passes, especially they're in the state that Black Rob was in. There's a lot of celebrities out there struggling right now. <clears throat> Actors, musicians, um, athletes, you know, like the guy that had the um, mental health issue and he shot, shot up a couple of people, then he shot himself. You don't know what the fuck people are going through. So you should check on people every now and then to make sure that everybody's okay. And that is something that I should even do myself. Even for people, come on, check on me. See how the fuck I'm doing. Because you don't know my situation. You know, mental illness is real. People are committing suicide. It, it doesn't discriminate. It doesn't discriminate. There's people that have drug abuse, alcohol abuse, you know, that um, addiction, you know. So... We can't just assume, oh, somebody's doing well. You should have everybody's number. Why doesn't Diddy have these people's numbers? Because why he doesn't give a shit. They do him wrong. <coughs> you say you don't need me. <coughs> Excuse me. Then fine. You don't need me. So guess what? You're out of sight, out of mind. But I can sell Ciroc. I can sell this. I can tell you how much money I got. I can do this. And I'm not saying that he doesn't give back. <clears throat> but my opinion, I gave my opinion earlier on how I feel about Diddy. So people can get mad if they want. The best thing that he did, one of the best things he did is came up with Revolt TV. There's a lot of shows on there that I watch. Um, <clears throat> During the, during uh, DMX's death, you know, I was able to look at Drink Champs, but I could look at that on YouTube, but was able to look at all his things going back, you know, like I said, he lasted 50 years. He gave us half of that to music, to prayer, to helping people out. I've never, as I continue to say, I've never met this man a day in my life. I went to one of his shows. Shout out to um, Pretty Poison. I know she's never probably going to listen to this show, but shout out to her anyways. Because if it wasn't for me going to support her, um, I would have never knew about the DMX show. I would have never known about it. 
But because, you know, I try to keep my eyes and ears open. Sometimes I go on Facebook. I really don't care for Facebook. Really don't really care for social media like that. Um, but I know that's how you got to promote yourself sometimes. Um, I can't stand all the phony ass people, all the hating that goes on on there. Um, but there are some informative things on there. And um, since the passing of DMX in you know, I've been on here a little more than than I have, you know, plus I was promoting my my daughter's um, clothing line, which is uh, Yes Vibe. I don't know if she's still what's going on with her with that. I got to reach out to her about that. And uh, I recently did somebody else's uh, clothing line. So. You know, it's it, at the end of the day, that's what it's about. It's about supporting and love and um, appreciating these people while they're here, giving people these flowers while they're here. You know what I mean? And when we say that, we don't necessarily mean give guys flowers, but it's mean giving, giving people their respect while they're here. You know, don't wait until somebody's dead and say, oh, he was a good man. Oh, she was a good woman. Or no, nah, say that shit while they're living and breathing and they can appreciate that. Because sometimes that's all you need to hear from somebody. That's all you need to hear from somebody to make them get through the day, to let them know that you're love. Because they may not know God. You know, um, somebody like DMX that I say this, he was purposely sent from heaven down here. He went, he went through hell. He went through hell like the rest of us in more pain. And he took that, all that pain in from other people. And he already had his own pain, you know, but you know, this is what people do. This is what people do. Um, like him prophets, people that, are that'll sacrifice their life just to make other people happy. But what about making your own self happy? As he said, don't feel sorry for me. God forgives. You know, um, it's not a matter if we felt sorry for this, brother. It's a matter of, yo, you, as I said on a, a post, you no longer became DMX. You became our brother. When you reached out to us in that vulnerable state and you shared your knowledge and wisdom and your experience with us and your pain with us, your joy with us. We felt all of that. We felt that. And the fact that you would even perform after losing a loved one, that's a hard damn thing. But you came out there and gave 100 percent because I know that you loved us. I know that you you can't you never seen me a day of your life. But you said for people to go out, support you. I went out and bought your two of your cassette tapes. The first ones you came, the first ones he came out with, I bought them. Anything that was going on with DMX, I wanted to be to the movies when he was when he <coughs> when he did the movies, when he did all that. Because he was a force to be reckoned with. He was that dude. Right after the wake, after Biggie and Park died. Tupac died in uh, 96. Biggie died in 97. DMX was around around that time. He's worked with Jay-Z. He's worked with Mike Geronimo, Ja Rule, Ice Cube. You know, he started working with all these people. Then 98, 
he comes on the scene, but he already was doing what he was doing in the early, in the mid, I say the mid nineties, but I would even say the early nineties because his first song came out in 92. So he was already around, but he wasn't known to the industry. That's the thing. New York knew who he was. And then some of the other people started to know who he was. And then, there he was. He says, how much are DMX royalties worth? $17.7 million. That's only right now. That's only right now. So his kids shouldn't have to worry about a damn thing. They all should be taken care of. If they want to go to school with that money, I don't know who's in charge of that money because he has like 17 kids, I think. So, <coughs> yeah, my <coughs> DMX was definitely getting in it. Um, Black Twitter responds to Bobby Smurders allegedly having a white girlfriend. That's his business, you know. Whoever you like, you like. You know what I'm saying? I don't. I, why everybody got to be a critic, a critical of every damn thing? Jay Z, Diddy, and Nas endorse Dayton native for New York City mayor. So we we possibly going to possibly have a a mayor over there, black uh, mayor over there. We'll see. Um, black Panther fans pension. To recast Chadwick Boseman, King T. Chilla. I don't know how they're going to do that. They got all the special effects and all that. And uh, you know what I'm saying? So they should be able to work that out. But um, I don't know. The Flash movie enters production. CBR. I don't really got too much to say. I mean, I spoke on what I had to say. As I said, I'm not really going to be playing no music right now. I just wanted to, you know what I'm saying, holler at everybody. As always, I like to thank the listeners. I'll be back hopefully Monday. Everything will be working fine, and I'll be able to do a real show for y'all, you know. But until then, again, RIP to DMX, RIP to Black Rob, both of them, man. Legends, Black Rob is a legend in his own right. DMX is a legend in his own right. Respect to both of them. Respect to both of them. That's all. That's that's what I'm going to say right now. Um, Hip hop, it's time for us to take care of ours. That's that's what I that's what I've been preaching. Yeah, that's what I've been preaching this whole week, this whole week. Well, I should say last week, because we're getting ready to go into another week. That's what I've been preaching lately, because there shouldn't be no suffering like that. Why is Ecstasy of Udini having a FundMe page? Then you got Boss that was out in the in the early 90s that I think... Um, DJ Quick signed or, or Def Jam signed, Russell Simmons signed or whatever... She needed some type of transplant or something like that. And I think uh, DJ Quick reached out to her, but you don't hear much about her. And I'm hope, praying and hoping that she's good. I know that at one point, Lady of Rage wasn't in, you know, good health or whatever. I know that Bismarck Key wasn't in good, not 
Bismarck, yeah, I said it right. Bismarck, he wasn't in good help, but we got to reach out, not even just to the hip-hop artists, but to the R&B artists as well, because you don't know somebody's state. You don't want to look at the, you don't want to look at the paper and then see this person died or whatever. I know that for a while, Aaron Hall was homeless. Nobody knew about that because he cleaned himself up well. There were a lot of people that you thought were making so much money, but they were living in the street. There's some actress, this from, 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 um, Damn, I can't even think of this show. She was on with LL. And uh, she starred on Tyrese's song, Lady. You know, a very beautiful girl. Very beautiful young lady. But she's all screwed up. All on drugs. All on, you know, she got mental situations. Like I said, then you got Houston. An R&B singer that... that he has he cut his eye or something like that. He read something in the Bible or something. If my eyes, you know, he cut his eye. He'd been homeless. He'd been struggling. Does the industry really care about these artists? That's the question. I don't think. No, they don't. I'll answer that question. <clears throat> they don't care about these actors. Once you once you're not big anymore, you're only big as your last movie. If you're not big like that anymore, they kick you to the curb. See, they, they, they need to have a hip-hop union, but they also need to have a celebrity union to help these celebrities when they're no longer as big as they used to be. People stealing their money, people lying to them, or they're sniffing it away because of depression. Check on your people. Check on your people, just like you would check on your poster check on your family members to see if everybody's okay. The only time people get together is funerals, weddings and funerals, but mostly funerals. Mostly funerals, sad to say. I can't tell you the last time I seen one of my cousins. I can't tell you the last time, you know what I mean? So it's like, this is how we get through in life. You get a family and you forget about, and you forget about the rest of your people. The only time you're interested in seeing somebody is, is is money, cookouts, and unfortunately when somebody dies, somebody will come out of the blue and say, "We need to stick to, we need to hang together more. We need to be around." And that'll last for maybe a couple of uh, a years, couple of years, and then it'll stop. And, and and it may not even last that long. You know what I'm saying? So it's just. We, we really got to <clears throat> be by each other's side. We need to really be there for each other. And stop with the bullshit. People are dying. People are always dying anyways. It's nothing new. But we seeing people that we thought would be here forever. Not forever. Nobody's here forever. But you know what I mean. We thought they would be around a little longer. 50, year, 50 years old is still young to me. Now somebody else... That's a teenager would say that's old. But me, I'm almost 50. So I still feel that 50 is young. That's too young for you to die. That's too young for people. It's 52 years old? Come on. Black Rob was 52 years old. But he's out in the street. Probably doing, probably doing drugs. Probably, you know, he's homeless. Why is he homeless? Because 
Diddy ripped him off. Every time that song Woe gets comes on, Black Rob should have been getting paid for that. He should have had his publishing. He should have had his royalties. Who has who has Black Rob's royalties? Huh? Who has his publishing? Who has his masters? I bet you Diddy has that or somebody, somebody, but it wasn't Black Rob because if he had that, there's no way he could have spent all that money up because every time they play that song, he gets paid for it. He would be a damn near millionaire. That's why you think Jay-Z said it was fucked up what he did to Dame Dash. But he was right to take his masters because although they helped Biggs and him help him get where he needed to go, he put in the work for that. He put in the blood, sweat, and tears. And not saying they didn't because they went hard. Damon Dash and Biggs, they went hard for Jay-Z. They went hard for Day. You know, he did, he did, he did um Damon Dash wrong. He did do him dirty. But I can understand why he would want his his masters and all that. I can understand why he would want that. He he that's him rapping on it. That's not Damon Dash. That's Jay-Z rapping on it. So pe people can get mad at that. But I'm looking back at that, and yeah, that was pretty much the right thing for him to do. You should own the right to your music. It's your music. You know what I'm saying? And why shouldn't you? And anybody that's going against when you say I want my masters and people start acting funny, you need to leave them the fuck alone. Once you get your shit, cut their ass off. I don't, Jay-Z might have cut, uh, you know, they had issues with each other anyways, as you'll come and see that they were fighting over Aaliyah because I think Jay-Z wanted Aaliyah too. So it's crazy shit that was going on. Then the fact of Jay-Z working with R. Kelly, Dame Dash really didn't want to fuck with, with, with um, R. Kelly. You see what I'm saying? He really didn't want to fuck with him. So on that album period, he didn't really fuck with him. He didn't really fuck with Jay-Z. So they was have there was some tensions off of that shit because you know how the shit, the crazy shit that was being heard. But if you look at it, if you look at it, you know. Aaliyah was a young, she was young. She died at what, 23 years old? And, you know, so they're in their late 20s, right? Damn, they're 30. I think they're in their 30s. So that kind of look a little crazy. Not too crazy, but it looks, you know what I mean? Um, Not, you know, how R. Kelly was with, uh, was with a... a 14-year-old and a 13-year-old, that shit is crazy. But it's not just R. Kelly that's doing that. Fucking Woody Allen, fucking this person, Weinstein, uh, fucking Epstein, all the motherfuckers was fucking with these young-ass girls and thought that their money can make them get away with shit. They killed Epstein in jail. They killed his ass. That other pig, he doing time. Wine Epstein, that's the other one. If I'm saying his name right, with uh, Renata Ryder, she said some shit on her, her, and she was he was able to get away when the chick in in the chick from um, Black Panthers in Twelve Years a Slave, homegirl. I can't think of her name. Um, 
she said some shit that he said to her. You know, that people was never going to believe if he said something and he got into the racist shit too. Grabbed on Terry Crews. Terry Crews was going to fuck him up. But he, but his wife saved him. But I don't know what's wrong with him, man. He's having some identity crisis, man. I, I don't, I can't even pay his ass no mind. You know what I'm saying? He, he's, he's pissing me off now, but I mean, that's still the boy, but you, 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 you got to check yourself, man. Check what you say. I, I get what you, you know, I don't get what you said. I'm not even going to front. Um, but that's what I got to say on that. And on that note, I'm not, ain't really going to be too much today. Cause, um, I just wanted to holler at y'all, man, because the shit that happened Thursday and happened Friday when I was trying to load the shit to put it out for the show, uh, I wasn't able to do it. So I'm able to speak to y'all now. And let me tell you, y'all don't really, really know how much this means to me to do this. You really have no clue what it means for me to do this. So uh, I like to thank the listeners as always for tuning in. Um, I hope some of the same ones back in the days, back in the days, it's only been a year, uh, a year that are still tuning in is still tuning in. And I hope some new people are tuning in. But today it's not going to be all uh, how I usually do it. But I thought I would talk to y'all. I brought up some topics, as you see. Um, but again, R.I.P. to Black Rob, R.I.P to DMX. Y'all will be missed in the hip-hop communities. Uh, y'all mean a lot to us. You mean a lot to us. You have no idea. And uh, of course, prayers out to fan, to the families. And um, this is sad with Black Rob, though. He died alone. He basically died alone. My understanding is, you know, little too late, did he? Find out what the fuck's going on with your family and with your people you know. Okay? Find that out. Because think about this. Craig Mack. No, let me start. Biggie, Craig Mack, Kim Porter, now Black Rob. I'm trying to think of other people that have died um, during the Diddy days. Oh, yeah, if we go back to the Heavy D days when they did that show and a lot of people died because of that, you know, do you blame all of it on him? No. The crowd was crazy, but who put the show together? You know what I'm saying? So, Diddy, you got some blood on your hands. A lot of people are going to come at you. I'm not going to be the first and I'm not going to be the last. Get your shit together, man. Start helping your, start looking, calling your people and ask how they're doing. Look around, call their names. There's people writing books on you. Kerry, whatever his name is. Uh, Mark Kerry from, from York, from the bad boy days. We ain't going nowhere. We're bad boys for life. Really? I believe more of um, Mike Larry in, in, in the characters or Will Smith and Martin Lawrence than I believe you. Because <laughs> y'all ain't bad boys for life. The only person a bad boy for life is you. You don't look out for nobody but your damn self. Oh, certain people when they're hot. 
baby, same shit. Same shit, man. Look out for your fucking artists, man. Look out for your fucking artists. That's why I can't I can't put shit together, man. But you know, it's tough. So it's your artists, they gotta believe in this. They have to push themselves as well as you pushing them. But you can't abandon them. You know what I'm saying? You cannot fucking abandon your fucking your artists, man. So that's what I'm saying, man. Like, get your shit together, man. Get your shit together. People are dying, and they were they fought the first thing they're gonna say is former artist known from Bad Boy has died at the age of 52. Remember when Craig Mack died? He didn't, Craig Mack was, un, you couldn't even recognize Craig, Craig Mack. He got darker. He looked, he looked sick when you seen him, but you didn't think he was going to die. Then all of a sudden he's dead. Again, Diddy could have looked out for him, but he fucking didn't look out for him. All those times they did a fucking bad boy reunion shit. When was the last time you reached out to motherfucking Craig Mack? Before he died, I'm saying. They all made appearance. You said, well, okay, we're about to do a reunion. Let's see if I can grab them. And then after that, you don't you don't want nothing to do with them after that. That's why lo the locks were so mad. You got them to shut up. You know why? Because they had people backing them up. They had Rough Riders backing them up. That's why they were able to last as long as they did. Shout out to Jadakiss, Seek Looch. Shout out to Styles Pete. Now, they ain't going to say that because they good. They good now. The money that he owed them, I'm pretty sure he paid them that shit back. He ain't going to say. He got some, He trust me, he got some gangsters, some real ass live gangsters looking out for him. That's why he haven't been touched like that. He haven't been touched like that. He's worse than Suge, like I told my sister. You know why? Because he's a motherfucking snake. That dude to act like he got so much love. But guess what? You go back to those YouTube um, disses. He did this mixtape, and he's mocking Tupac when he's when he's on there, you know, going going on a rampage. You know, he was Tupac was going on a rampage with that hit him up thing. So he's like, oh really? Oh really? You know, just trying to clown Pac, but. You ain't never played that shit. This is the, this is the thing about these bitch ass motherfuckers. And I ain't trying to be no gangster. I'm not no gangster. I'm not none of that. I'm not in the streets like that. But I live in the hood. But I'm gonna say like this. This is the thing about them, right? After Tupac died, all these people try to be so big and bad, right? After Tupac died, that's when they put the disc tapes out. That's when they put the disc tapes out. That's when all that stuff started going public. And this is many, many years after the fact. Nas put out a diss on him, this person, but now some of them is kissing his ass and then some of them are talking shit. See, he never really had a problem with Nas like that. They were cool, but he tried to diss him on a slick tip. Slip, uh, slick tip, I'm sorry. Tried to diss him and then Pac checked them. Then they talked in New York. Everybody got a story on what really went, what really went down. But all I could see is him on that interview with this guy. I don't know who that guy was. And he was calling out Nas. He was calling out Bad Boy. All the motherfuckers. And he did not stutter. He was calling their names out. It wasn't no subliminal disses. No, he was calling your ass out. That's that um, dangerous MC shit that, that Biggie put out. They all lied. But Buster was the honest one about that. He said, no, nah, that's a lie. 
I disagree with Little C's. He said, Biggie put out a diss song going to Tupac. So that dangerous MC shit, the shit that he was saying up and down, round and round. He was certain shit that he was saying on there. The tattoo, because he got a cry, laugh now, later shit on tattooed on him. He was talking, he, all that shit that he was saying was directly aimed at Tupac. And half New York knew about that. They all went to the, with him while he did this, like little kids and shit. Like, I'm going to diss this person, but he ain't going to hear it. They didn't put that shit out until after Biggie, even after Biggie died, when 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 two uh when fucking Diddy decided to do another fucking mixtape on uh, another project on Biggie, that's when he put that shit out. You see what I'm saying? Um, but none of them was putting that shit out. And yeah, I'm gonna say that these motherfuckers were scared of Tupac. They were scared of Tupac, but they they put this 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 is after the fact. Then Mob Deep was gonna put something out on Hell on Earth, but after he died. Out of respect for him, they didn't do it. Now, at least I give, what's his name, uh, Havoc credit for saying that when he got on the radio and he was talking on uh, Hot 97, I believe, or whatever. He was talking on there um, to Angie Martinez, I, I believe, or whoever he was talking to on there. Trench got on there, whatever, but I do my research. I do my research, and plus, I was around when this shit was going down. You know, I was working to doing whatever I was doing, but I, I was trying to keep up. We didn't have the Internet. We didn't have all this shit that we got now. All this shit was about to come in. CD-ROM and all this shit was about to come in at the time, but it wasn't how it is now. So, you know, I remember all that shit. The bad boy shit, the, the death row shit. You know what I'm saying? I remember all that like it was yesterday. DMX came on the scene, 98, shit changed. Straight grimy, just listening to the shit. I mean, to be honest with you, I'm going back listening to the shit in the 90s. This is why they said that was the golden air. Compared to the, the shit that these artists is doing now, no wonder why a lot of us are bitter toward some of these new artists coming out with that bullshit, dressing up in dresses and shit, makeup and shit. I'm not talking, I'm not saying nothing bad about gay people. I'm talking about these suspect motherfuckers. They say they ain't gay, but they wearing dresses and tutus and putting out all that color, uh, colorful ass music, that whack ass shit they putting out. You know what I'm saying? And that's why people go back and they listen to that shit. DMX was rough as fuck. Okay, his shit was rough as fuck. He would say shit that only he could get away with. He'd call somebody a bitch. He'd say, he'd say some crazy ass shit and motherfuckers would just laugh. Would just fucking laugh. Um, but there were those those good moments with him. He prayed him praying for everybody and sending messages and his music slipping is definitely one of my favorite songs. Who we be is another one. I mean, of course I like all the other songs. One more road to cross, one more road to take. Gotta live my life. That was my song because it had that rock edge to it. DMX was very unique, very original. 
he do the shit for the streets, but 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 everybody can feel him, you know, because he had that energy, that fucking energy, like a fucking rock star and shit. Even though he was a fucking a hip hop artist, but when he rapped, that fucking that you know what I'm saying, that raspy, that voice, that voice, the barking and you know what I'm saying, all that shit made him stand out. It made him stand out. When he did his prayers, stand out. He did that in the shows, man. It was nothing like it. Nothing like it. There will never be anything like that. And trust me, I I went to some performance. KRS-One is the illest-ass MC. Illest-ass MC, okay? He could freestyle for fucking days. He could put on a show for days. One of the best fucking performers. I watched T.I. perform. The energy that he gives is amazing energy um some people don't have good stage presence what can i say dmx had a good stage present um park when he performed good stage present plus he was saying shit you know what i'm saying um big daddy king he liked to dance he had the crazy ass flows too his lyrics was the syllable words and shit Naughty by Nate Trench can, oh man, like, Run DMC, they commanded the stage. DMC and Run, they commanded the fucking stage. Melly Mel, oh shit, you know what I'm saying? That motherfucker's voice too. He had one of them, he had one of them MC, like real MC voices. Still got one of those. So when he said he would battle Eminem, I was like, hell yeah, he could battle Eminem. What's so hard about that? He can, hell yeah, he can battle him. I know I wasn't supposed to be, I know I was supposed to get off a long time. Um, oh yeah, also happy birthday to, I cannot leave off here without saying happy birthday to um, Cool Herc. Um, founder of this this shit, hip hop, even though hip hop has been around forever, but he gave, but you know what I'm saying? He came here from Jamaica to the Bronx and did what he did with the DJing and shit. People started getting on the mic. Hey, my name is such and such. And you know what I'm saying? And then all of a sudden they started rhyming that, like really rhyming that shit. You would be the MC, the host of the show. Hey, I'm your man, Del C. And I'm up here and I'm placed to be. And, and then all of a sudden they started changing it. Like, hey, my name is DC and I'm in a place to be. And I'm going to take you down in two or three. And, uh, you know what I'm saying? And just keep keep rapping and shit, and then this whole rapping turned to hip-hop and beautiful fucking thing, and then all these other MCs, other MCs came in the mix, and Treacherous 3, and you know what I'm saying? I will never forget the love of hip-hop. I will never forget hip-hop and what it means to us, what it means to us. Street gangs, um, African Mbada, turned the whole street thing and said we're going instead of fighting each other we're going to battle we're going to battle each other we're going to take it planet rock all that shit like we're going to i mean i ain't going to get on trip on that molestation shit i don't know how true that shit is but i remember when that came out and people were saying this and that i'm just talking about what he's did for the hip-hop culture but again happy birthday related birthday to cool herc much respect brother and um that's it I'm, I'm i'm out everybody have a blessed night and um
Monday show. Trust me, I'm trying to do something on Monday. Hopefully everything will work out. Peace out, y'all.